This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. tonight 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the phone your mic's on. my is, um, your, is your mic on i'm not sure our mics are on are they on yes all right so um I, my head can you hear me good. yeah i can hear you now the um all right so so good evening folks if you'd like to give us a call you can callers? <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we'll see good evening uh, hey guys how are you good buddy what's going on not much. Thanks for cutting me off last night. What I wasn't I, here. I don't know. What did I the cut you off on? Zone. Oh yeah, you said something not nice about about uh, about that one of our. No, know. he knows about that. I've, I I told him he should play that theme on there. He actually <laughs> laughed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't trying to insult him, but anyway. Okay. Um, that lady's talking about the drug problem around here. Yeah. I'm out walking around. I had to get some groceries. Just to count somebody booting up outside here. Oh, God. Wow. So, he looked nervous, too, when I came around the corner. Yeah, probably um, if he's booting up. Probably thought I was a cop or something, but they're suffering out here. Yeah, for sure. In the background, we got jerks, so. Um, yeah, a lot of people are suffering from addiction, and... Uh, they're not doing enough. Fentanyl was put out by the government to kill off opiate addicts, I think. Um, but I don't think that lady really has a clue what's going on. I don't think she's really been out there to see firsthand. What's you you going don't on. think she has a, a firm grasp on the um, on the drug issue? Is what you're saying? No, these people go to dangerous places. And the drugs are very dangerous. They're more dangerous than they were 20 years ago. Um, well, well, the question is, I think you have to hold people against their will in many cases to get them to, to a point of sobriety, which is a lot of people don't like that idea. Yeah, they could want to throw them in jail and stuff like that. I don't think jail's going to help somebody with addiction because there's drugs in jail. No, yeah. it's, it's so. probably a civil confinement environment is what works. Yeah, but, but I the don't problem know. is right now, some, a lot of those places, the beds are full, right. <laughs> right? Right. And so where do they get held? They get held in the House of Correction until yes. they can, until the beds aren't full, which is which is really, it's really crappy. Yeah, then you get the people that don't want the help and they play the system and stuff like that, too. So it's a, it's a really tough thing. You've got to really want sobriety if you if you. If you're gonna want, if you, if you want to be sober, you gotta really want it. That you know, look, look, the people I know that have had drug problems, um, that's what they tell you. They mm -hmm. basically go, "I wasn't ready to quit until I was ready to quit." You yeah. know, and then and then there are ways to do it, and there there are strategies, um, and uh, you know, the opioid addiction is 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 terrible because it is physical as well as mental, and um, it does really upend your life, and usually. Um, they have a lot of problems getting back to just their baseline, you know, their life. Um, but there is a, if you, 
I, I, I really don't know the answer to it. I don't know that anybody does, other than the fact that if you want to get off of it, you can get off it. There are resources available. Yeah, there's tons of people that have quit heroin addiction. Now it's fentanyl, which is real dangerous. And they're talking about crystal meth on the rise around here. So, wow. so she mentioned that in the debate. It's funny because I saw WBSM.com had a story a couple weeks ago about a big crystal meth bust in New Bedford. So I reached out to a police contact. I asked him. He said, yeah, we are seeing it. We have seen it in the past, but we are seeing it now. And that is a very dangerous drug. Yeah, all the people that are smoking crack will be smoking meth because it's got a similar high, a more intense high, and it lasts longer. Yeah, um, so, it's not a good development. So, it's not. So instead of crack houses, you have meth houses. I remember years ago. In the late 80s, early 90s, it was around, at least in the Fall River area, it was a snortable drug. And um, I knew one or two people that did it, not continuously, they, they tried it, whatever. Um, and I remember a friend of mine said he did it in a club in New York City. And he said to me, if this ever hits New Bedford, we're screwed, right? Oh, man. He said that's, that, that was his, his you know, situation. That's what he said. He never continued with it, but um, it's not a good development. The only thing I knew they used to put around in the clubs was ecstasy. I remember messing with that a couple of times, and that gives you a euphoric feeling, a good feeling. And you feel confident, you feel overconfident, and everybody's kind of friendly. Right. But still it causes, it can cause damage to your brain. It can cause you to have a seizure, uh, mental illness problems. Um, all sorts of stuff. It's, it's not good, especially the ecstasy today. Yeah, I'll man. Just be, I'll just be straight. I'm in recovery. I'm not going to say what I did, but I know it's 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 a rough thing to have to go through. Right. It is. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're sober now. Just keep it up. I've been yeah. sober a long time. Good. I, I stay away from it, so I don't need the crap. Hey, man, keep it up. We appreciate hey, the call. one more question for you guys. Yes. Okay, they had a list of the best-looking women in the past uh, 40 years. And they got Beyonce on that list, but they don't have Raquel Welch. Yeah, Wouldn't she's good. Raquel Welch is a lot better than Beyonce. Well, I, I, thanks for the call. I, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 don't I really don't know. I don't, we, we don't do visual here. I, yeah, I can't do visual here. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Gentlemen, it's Sam. How are you? Hey, good Sam. Sam. What's how up? are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Chris, quick question. Who would be calling you all this week about how hard it is? <laughs> um, De Deb. Yeah, I yeah. thought about her today, you know. So, <clears throat> so she gave me an Indian moment, statue. You know? It's still here. It's right here in the yeah, studio. Here. She gave me a statue of an Indian. It's right here in the in the uh, in the studio. Yeah, I remember you talking about it when it happened. Yeah, yep. I thought about her today for a while, and I was like, "Geez, you know, it's it just stinks." Because she would have definitely been hemming and hawing about all <laughs> all that hot temperature and being in the truck. I will also tell you that she was very not not to me, but she yeah. she was very generous to some of the people here uh, in her will when she passed away. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, good for her. Yeah, I thought it was very nice. It's very nice. Um, so about the Trump thing, um, tell me something. With a no-knock warrant and not anything specific on the warrant, 
Are they able to well, prosecute anything that they find? Well, they would have to be something. We haven't seen the warrant affidavit or the, right. or the warrant, but there would have to be specific items that they're looking for and where they right. think they could find them. If it was just like, hey, there's there's some papers, they, they couldn't yeah. do it. They'd have to, they have to, I mean, especially in that situation, they have to be specific on exactly what they're talking but, about. Marcus, I think, but Sam, maybe, maybe this is what you're asking. Uh, yeah. Say they came across a gram of cocaine. In the house while they're looking for that's fine. That's they, legal. They could they, they could use that against them as long as they're within the search parameters of the warrant, right? So if and they it was listed on there, so no, the, no, 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 no. They don't have to. Oh. So if you go and search someone's house for, um, let's say a firearm, right? Okay. And you search within the parameters of the search warrant, and along the way you find a brick of a of cocaine. Okay, that is also something you can use because it, it's 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 an, it's incidental to the to a legally authorized search warrant. Right. So you had legal authority to be where you're at and to look to where you were looking and you found something. Okay. It'd be the same thing as if you saw it out in the street, right? right. Because you're you're legally allowed view, to. Right. Yeah, you're legally allowed you're legally allowed to 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 see that. If you went outside the parameters of the search warrant and found a uh, gram of cocaine, so let's say they said you know just only in the common areas, only in his office, and you found it you know in between his mattress and his okay. bed, then that would be different. Then okay. that would be outside the parameters of the search warrant. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, now the question is, <clears throat> how was was Trump's legal team there? Was there somebody there yes. representing going along through the walkthrough with them? Well, they, no, no, they were not allowed to go through the walkthrough. What what they're saying, I I, I saw yeah. an, she, one of his lawyers did an interview today. Um, okay. I only heard a part of it, but what she said, it's a female lawyer. She said that they were not allowed to accompany the FBI. They had just they had to wait outside the, the compound. Um, for, they they did the search on their own, and that's why Trump is saying he's concerned they might have put something there or said they found something right. they didn't find, um, right. right? And um, so the um, the and it's very odd that they were not allowed to stay. I thought that was quite strange, really. But they would he had lawyers on on premises, and uh, they would they would they would disallowed from following the agents around. I don't think that's right at all. I, no, mean, I don't either. But because you know, I, in at the end of the day, I don't think they're. They want to prosecute on anything other than to ruin his name again because they're worried that somebody might vote for him. Right. I think that they, whether they find anything or not, it's just the publicity of it and to just say, you know, we found this, we found this, but, you know, we can't be used in court or whatever, you know. Well, one, of the, one of the problems Donald Trump ran into is that people who formally supported him kind of stopped supporting him in some respects okay. because they thought it was too much drama, too much, There was a mass too ex- much. After he lost the election, there was a mass exodus out of his office. People were resigning before their, before their day was done. And, and even before that, I mean voters, the average voter, oh, yeah. there, there were Republican voters who said, you know, I, I just wanted to end. I just want the right. drama to end. And that may be part of the strategy here. Yeah. Could be. Now, what do you think about him and DeSantis? Do you think there's a chance of them... I still think the polling's been really good for DeSantis, but right. I, st- I still think Trump wins. Trump beats DeSantis. I, th- I still think because yeah. that's... that and polling. Be brutal. That polling is coming before you're seeing those two on a debate stage. Right. I'm telling you, I, I really... It's it's hard for me to envision a world in which Trump loses the, the, the Republican primary. Especially now. Yeah. Especially now. Especially right. now. Especially now. Do you think it's um, what? Now, what was the stuff about today that they would they would ask questioning Trump about that he had to keep pleading the fifth? So like he's up in New York guy. on a tax case, tax yeah. case up with the Attorney General of New York, um, okay. who's a longtime political opponent of his, who found a, a way to subpoena him, and she's investigating him, and uh, so she brought him in for a deposition at which he did the Are we right thing. Are talking about Lolita James? 
Uh, is it the Attorney General of Attorney New York? Attorney General of New York, Letitia yeah. James. Let, yeah, yeah. And um, so she brought him in for questioning, and he did the right thing. He took the Fifth Amendment. Yeah. You can't answer yeah, any question. I mean, you know, at this point, you know, they probably just are looking for anything to just pin on him and get the attention off of anything else that's going on in the news, you know. I, I don't agree. really hear anything about Ukraine anymore. You know, I, I I don't know where to go to find out more information about it. So, you know, what I, I'll tell you what, I, I have the BBC app on my phone. I, I read okay. the BBC. I follow them. Um, I yep. follow a lot of sites, but I, I follow the British News Service. Um, you know, it's... So there are some problems with, with corruption over there that's coming out. Um, okay. There are, you know, um, I, I, I really don't know how, how to tell you which way it's going to go. We had on, um, on Congressman Auchincloss, who's, who's very much um, says, and I agree with him, we can't let the Russians win. Yeah. Right? We can't let the Russians win. Right. But, but that's a big position to have. Because um, it means a lot. Well, and what I had Brian Glenn Williams, who used to live in Ukraine, right, right, and speaks fluent Russian. He's a foreign policy expert that works, you know, that is a tenured professor at UMass Dartmouth, and he was he was saying that Putin, uh, I think, miscalculated to um, right. a disastrous degree, and that the the U basically people of the Ukraine were. Um, have been successfully staving off uh, the the Russian invasion, and the fact that the rubles, the, his economy's down eleven uh, percent since the invasion. His military capacity has winnowed down to um, something that's not sustainable to hold us. The and the only thing that they worried about at this juncture is if China gives them supports. So CBS did a did a, did a package uh, over the weekend, CBS News, um, where they said that. All, all the support that's coming from Europe and the United States, only 30% of it's actually making it to the battlefield for the Ukrainians. Yeah. That it's being so siphoned off by the Ukrainians. The corruption over there is so, oh. so inbred that um, only 30% of our... It's going. They're selling the they're selling the material off, stealing the cash. It's like all the money that we gave to Afghanistan is the same thing. You exactly. Gave, they yeah. gave it to a few uh, few warlords that ended up um, basically essentially keeping it. Yep. Hey, Sam, thanks for the call. Thanks yeah. for the call. I okay. appreciate it. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. My understanding is President Biden wants to put on 87,000 new IRS agents. That's what, what I hear. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> uh, but, but he's not going after the middle class. The middle class is like a pinata. When you hit us, money pours out. When you hit the rich pinata, lawyers pour out. And what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I was seeing some of the statistics on where where the bulk of the money comes from, and and you're right, it is people who make under two hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, it's like saying that I'm going to buy eighty seven bongs, but oh by the way, I don't smoke marijuana. The um, the big have problem nice is night, guys. Have a good night. The um, it's it's a big development um with with the latest it's, bill. It's 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 said to have not like that's something Trump said. Uh, or Trump allies have said uh, they're saying that that's that's an exaggeration. The end of the money is going to increase um, try, uh, increase the budget for the IRS. Because by the way, the budget for the IRS has been, I think, winnowed down substantially right. over the um, over over the last, I'd say, forty or so years. But it'll allow them to do more audits. Yeah, that's th at the end of the day, it'll allow them to do more audits, and um, 
that can be a nasty process to go through, even if you're innocent. Um, in fact, you can often, I, you know, there are plenty of people who get audited and it turns out they actually get a check um, because their taxes were done too conservatively. But, yeah. um, but it's and not it, a good it's process. Like, it's, it's not, not, not 87,000 more like auditors, right? It's like, you know, clerical staff, IT people. It's not just they're going to have 87,000. They just want to, I think, maybe have more of a functioning agency than they do. Well, they want to get more money. That's the that that that's how they do the calculation. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, of course, yeah, that's the ultimate goal. If they, and it's it's politically really, it's really a, a really good thing politically to say, um, you know, Biden is strengthening the IRS to come after you specifically. But well, it was Congress who did it. Hmm? Yeah, it was but in this bill. Yeah. yeah, but they're blaming it on Biden now, right? It, um, yeah, they're blaming it on Biden. It was the uh, the, con- the the bill that just went through Congress. Yeah. Um, the uh, the enforcement mechanism of the IRS is going to get stronger. Yeah. Um, the enforcement mechanism of the IRS isn't all that great now. So the um, <laughs> so the um, I mean, there's a significant amount of Fortune 500 companies that don't pay any taxes. It's but I don't but I but I don't think that's illegal. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that if we were to have greater auditing power over a lot of major corporations, they might be able to find some. So when I hear people in the House of Representatives or the, or the Senate, um, they say, well, we're going to close this loophole. We're going to do this. They keep using the term loophole. Listen, you wrote the law. It's true. Right? It's true. When they, when they say, oh, these corporations don't pay taxes, yeah. they, pay, they follow the law. That's true. Oh, no, it's an indictment on Congress for sure. Right. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I actually, when Trump's, they, you know, it was the 2020 election when Trump, some of Trump's tax returns came out and they showed that he didn't pay very, he paid very little in taxes. But he hadn't committed a crime. I, well, they, yeah, it's a, again, an indictment on Congress right. is, is what I'm saying is because, because I remember I was thinking to myself, well, he's going to say Joe Biden was in the Senate for 40 years and why didn't he do anything about it? And that's exactly what he said is like, right. oh yeah, well you were in the Senate for 40 years. Why didn't you do anything about right. it? You know, why didn't you? And in fact, Biden spent most of his career basically lobbying for the opposite of that, of that they called them the um i think they called them the 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 senator from like the delaware national bank or something like that well, yeah. because, because there's the the laws of the state of delaware are so um partial to corporations that that it has tons of corporations there right uh yeah there's the it's very common to see uh delaware in delaware it's very common to see a lot of um major corporations bank of america i right. think is one uh major corporations that are headquartered in delaware right. most of them there's actually more and and sometimes when they say headquartered they're just having some office space there they basically have a PO box. they have a p.o box in delaware there's more corporations in delaware i believe than than people so the um the the fact of the matter is is that the um, I'll give you an example. Right now, we're we're all in favor of clean energy, right? Mm-hmm. So they're passing all kinds of tax breaks for the clean energy industry, yep. right? So they're doing that. Why? Because they want the clean energy industry to grow, right? right? The power to tax is the power to destroy. So in ten years, we're going to have to listen to people go, "Well, that's just a corporate loophole," right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. these, are, these are giant corporations that are building these windmills. They're not me and you, Marcus, right? right. So, so are so are they corporate loopholes? Well, I guess. Yeah. But but you're trying to in- encourage an industry, right? So you're doing it. You're making the tax code favorable. But towards- can't they do that through another way besides besides making the tax code favorable, or can they? sunset maybe these these tax provisions well, that's a because, tax loophole market because well what i'm saying can they sunset it so that okay this happens for a time for you to invest sure, that and then be, afterwards or i think it or, happens a lot of time, or yeah. you pay or you get the loophole for you know investing in this 
and you know the you we get the government gets X amount of profits, so, right? So I'll give you an example, Marcus. Or just just build the things because you're going to make money off of any. You're going to make money well, off. I'll of give them you an anyway. example. We we just had the mayor in here, and he was talking about building schools and and things like that, right? So and you're involved with, with you know construction, public construction here in Fairhaven. So when you go to build a new school, right? Mm-hmm. You go out to bond, okay? Yeah. You get a you the city of the town, the city, whatever. They borrow the money. That the person who lends you the money, the bond, who buys the bond, a municipal bond, they don't pay taxes on the income. Yeah. That's to keep the that's to keep it cheaper for us, right? So they 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 that allows the municipality to borrow money at a favorable rate because they don't pay taxes. Right. So you, oftentimes, if you're a very wealthy person, you'll buy municipal bonds. You'll build the local school, right? You you buy yeah. millions of dollars, so you don't pay income on that money, right? Yeah. But that's the reason you don't pay income is because that way the municipality could could get the money at a lower rate. Right. So they go, well, they're not paying taxes. Well, they're not paying taxes because the municipality borrowed the money to build yeah. a school. It just drives me crazy. It's so they know better. But but it's just this, um, and every side does it. But I mean, I think that's a little more. That's a little more um, technical than what a lot of people are talking about. I think you know, in terms of, of taxes. Well, no, when they say millionaires don't pay taxes, yeah, it's because they buy municipal bonds. It's not always because they buy municipal that's bonds. That's one of the major ways yeah, not to pay taxes. I mean, yeah, it's not it's, again. It's not always because they buy municipal bonds. I think there's a lot of loopholes. We'll say, but for, that, that's the loophole. Right. So, so, so you buy a municipal bond, right? And it's paying you 5% a year, right? So you get a million dollar municipal bond that's paying you $5,000 in cash every year, mm-hmm. right? You don't pay taxes on that five grand. Right. You don't. Yeah. Well, that's how you don't I get pay it. taxes. Yo, no, I get it. And I, and I think, I think there's a lot of people actually that, that, that say investing in municipal bond is a more like morally sound way of, of well, it's also a better way to away. preserve your capital. Right. Yeah. It's a better way to, so it's called a bond ladder. All right. Mm-hmm. So you go and you buy bonds, municipal bonds, right? So you buy a bunch of municipal bonds and you ladder it so that every year, every month you're getting a regular paycheck, right? From, that's how you live. You get the cash and you don't have to pay taxes on that cash. Right. But that's on a, that, that's how the tax code is written. Yeah. That's but but you the average person Marcus you're not going to go out and buy a municipal bond it doesn't make any sense for you you have to have a lot of money to buy a lot of municipal bonds yeah. for it to get to get the income permit but the point of the matter is is that why do we do that because we want to build schools yes right and the people and, and the fact of the matter is is that yeah. well, I could invest in IBM and get a better return on I my mean, money I mean if that were the case that you know it's be, the, the rich people have so much money and pay so few taxes because they're investing so much in municipal infrastructure then I think we'd probably be in a lot better shape in terms of our municipal uh, infrastructure than we are right now right well I, I mean, mean we get a D rating from you know National Association of Engineers every every year. We have bridges that are collapsing. I mean, it's, it's even the mayor was saying our schools our schools haven't been uh, you know our uh, some right. of our buildings haven't been updated in half a century. So no, no but the, my it's point, not, you know it's not the case that you know rich people aren't paying taxes because they're spending so much money on our public infrastructure. No, but, I but, don't think that's true. Th- that's an example of a tax. Yeah, no, I right? get it. Yeah. So that, why is that? That's because we have a priority. We want people to. To invest in 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 things like that, right? Because they can get a better return on their capital if they bought IBM, but then they have to pay taxes on it. So you thought you'd have to wait till Saturday for Jose Machos, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> but, but here we are. But the um, the but as an example, you can buy green energy mm-hmm. stuff right now. You can invest in green energy and not have to pay taxes on it. Because why? That's our priority now. 
Right. Right? So when I hear people say, well, they're not paying taxes, they're not, they're, that's not a loophole. It's, it's a purposely created favorable environment for investing in green energy. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Right. I think in some cases that's true. Some In, in other cases, I, I don't think it's it's not... I mean, the reason our tax, I don't think our tax code is, was designed in a, a way that was altruistic. No, that's not altruistic at all. That's just, it's just that the, somebody doesn't want to pay tax on something. So they figure out, a, so what happens is they create the tax code. Then your accountant tells you where to put your money to avoid the taxes. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, no, I get that. Right. No, I understand. But so, again, I don't think it's like, again, I don't think it's designed. You're saying, oh, there's green energy and there's municipal bonds and, and all of that, and yeah, that's those that's are all priorities. Good, that's all good stuff, but it's not necessarily. I, again, I, I don't think. I think if that were the, if that were the primary reason pe rich people aren't paying taxes, then I'd say they're doing a pretty crappy job of making those investments anyway. But what is the then? What is the method they avoid taxes? I'd love you to share it with me. What do you mean? So if they're not investing in those things that are tax free, what are they investing in? Um, offshoring. What does right? that mean? Offshoring their accounts. You have to pay taxes on any money you make offshore. We have a universal income tax in America. No, that's not necessarily true. It's absolutely no, true. No, it's not. Natalie's brother lives in the Cayman Islands. He has to write a check every year to the IRS. He doesn't live in America. So what's the incentive of offshoring it then? To, to move it offshore? Yeah. You still have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, but very little, right? No, you still have to, you, if you make income, you have to pay income taxes. But what's the incentive, what's the incentive then? To have it offshore? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I, I can't tell you the incentive. I can tell you that if you make income, you have to pay taxes on it. Okay, but what's the... Right, I understand that. And I, I know, like, I'm not saying they're paying necessarily zero taxes, right? In a lot of cases, wealthy people aren't paying zero taxes in a lot of cases, right. but they're paying fewer taxes than How? probably they should by, because of the tax code. Yeah, but I know, but what, but what, what point, but in other words... I hear this, but I don't know. So I'll give you an example. You can buy, you don't pay taxes on, on loans. Mm -hmm. All right. If you borrow money from the bank, you don't pay any money on it. Yeah, it's a loan. Right. So you can you pay borrow, interest. Right. You pay interest, but you, if you borrow money against your assets, yeah, and use that money to live off of, mm -hmm. that's not income. No. Right. So you don't have to pay taxes on it, though. Right. But that's not a tax loophole. But you have that. But income. you have to. But but if you borrow money against your, but if you borrow money against your against your assets, right? Then you're not. That's you're not making any money. But you have the use of the cash. What's the use of the cash? You can use it for anything you want. Right. But if you use it on something that makes money, you should probably pay taxes. Then on you it. pay tax on that. Yeah. Right. But my point is, is that there's, there's a million strategies. There's, we get to take a break. Yep. And I also think this is getting a little too granular. So <laughs> we'll take a break now. We'll be back. Uh, I'm Marcus. And we're taking your calls at 508-996-0500. Open phone lines. There's a lot going on. Uh, the I, I see that conservatives are all of a sudden um, criminal justice reformists now that their big, beautiful boy has been raided by the FBI, and which I think is really funny. Um, but, uh, you know, I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, calling for a defunding of a police agency, which is the FBI. Um, so, uh, you know, I, 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 it's a weird way to come around to it, right? But I guess they've come around to it. So oftentimes, 
over the years, I, w- I would read Reason Magazine, which is a libertarian magazine, and, you'd, mm-hmm. and, I'd, and I'd read Mother Jones and The Nation, which yeah, are yeah. Left, left-wing magazines. I haven't read Mother Jones in a long time. It's pretty good. It is. It is um, good. The, um, but, but my point being is that those are left-wing magazines and the other ones are libertarian magazines, and you'll see a convergence, right, yeah. in positions, particularly on the civil liberty stuff. Oftentimes, you'll see the Wall Street Journal. They used to have a, 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 an ongoing program. Um, in the editorial pages to fight civil forfeiture, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't have it as bad here as some states do. Some states, you if they catch you with cash, if they pull you over and you have twenty five grand in a briefcase in your car, they're going to take it until you can right. justify it, right? With if you've done nothing wrong, yeah, um, and that's not uncommon. Um, it's weird. You're talking about civil forfeiture. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. Right. Yeah. So you have the situation with um. Where you have the libertarian right and you have the uh, left um, that come together sometimes on these questions. Yeah. Um, the Koch brothers, as an example, um, the Koch brothers are very much involved in uh, police oh, reforms. Koch brother, Koch brother, one Koch brother. Yeah. Oh, they're dead now, right? One died. One died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have um, a convergence there of the issue, but obviously, it's um, what do they say? A um, I heard Alan Dershowitz say it last night. A libertarian, or rather, a liberal, is a conservative who was who who um was mugged, right? Um, and a um, but 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 a, but a liberal or a civil libertarian is a conservative who was arrested and frisked, right? Okay. So um, you know, the, 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 it really can change your perspective, your your own personal experience. Yeah. Um, the civil forfeiture stuff is interesting because you don't actually have to be convicted of a crime or anything right. like that in order for them to take your money and there's been situations where people have had uh, been on a you know there might be a search warrant where um, I've seen this you know there might be a search warrant where someone had their own personal finances but it's taken as um, under the guise of saying that this was you know illicit funds from from drugs and there's no way to distinguish it I'll give you a great example local out in Freetown in the 1980s there was a can you imagine a pound of marijuana a pound Mm mm-hmm which is not a lot of marijuana. A no. pound of marijuana at a house. It was a very nice house out in Freetown. The police, the feds were involved. They confiscated the marijuana and they confiscated the property. The property was sold at auction. I think actually the owners bought it back. The town of Freetown got their slice of the money. The feds took their slice yeah. of the money. The reason I know that is that I was then part of dispersing the money later on when I was on the board of selectmen. Nice. Um, right. We used, we used <laughs> it to keep the police going because we had budget cuts. Yeah. But the point of the matter, they were not convicted of the marijuana charge. Right. They beat the marijuana charge, mm-hmm. but they lost their house anyway. Yeah. No, it happens all the time. Crazy. Yes, it's crazy. I uh, I had a client one time that um, the long and short of it was it ended up being a continue without a finding, which is a... Um, which is a uh, uh, continue that a finding, which is which is not a guilty, uh, unless it's the federal government. The federal government sees costs as guilties. Really? Yeah. If it, yeah. So, um, but it's a continue that a finding, and uh, there was like a hundred and fifty bucks that were t- was taken from okay. a jewelry box, and I said, forget about it. <laughs> you right. know, they're like. And then I remember the client's uh, wife was like, oh, so we're guilty. I'm like, well, you don't have anything to do with this, okay. so mind your business, you right. know, basically. Right. But I said, no, you're not, but it's like, pick your battles, right? right? You can go through, you can get this, you know, you, you can go through, and, I, and I've heard cases where someone's lost thousands of dollars because somebody in their house was selling drugs. Right. And so they found it in another room in that person's, in the other person's effects. Okay. 
but they, you know, they, because this person was old school, they kept cash. They kept a lot sure. of cash on it. And they still took it anyway, because, you know, that's, why not? Why not? And they had to go through, you have to go through a separate procedure, a more administrative procedure to try to get that money back. So um, we, we got into this because I was just talking about, because we're not talking about civil libertarians, right? We're talking about like real, like, conservative republicans that are now all of a sudden i think experiencing the the might of an unfettered uh police state now that they're now that their big beautiful boy's been raided so i think a lot of people came came to this conclusion um at the start of the russia investigation that when they saw that the federal government um Went to the FISA court, lied to the FISA court, right? So we have a system in place yeah. um, where you go to the FISA court to get to get a warrant to tap an American citizen who you believe is a threat to national security. Right. Um, and they, and they, they made false declarations to the FISA court to get warrants to, to bug the Donald Trump campaign. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. We've known about that now for years, yeah. that that's what was done. And so I think there's a lot of people who have come around on this issue a long time ago because they saw the FBI. Now, if you've been following the FBI here in Massachusetts, you know what they did in terms of lying about people, in terms of lying for people. In terms James of causing, Connolly. Yeah, Connolly for the, yeah. For the Bulger crime family. Yeah. Um, what they did to the Italian-American community. Um, how they were giving deals away to people. They were they were causing people to commit crimes, yeah. uh, to suck our other people into committing yeah. crimes. Cointel Pro. Right? Um, speaking of causing people to commit crimes, Cointel Pro, right? Um, likely having a hand in the assassination of Martin Luther King. There was all that stuff that came out with the family jewels. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess interesting way to go about it but uh if you know i think maybe people could come together on this i guess maybe this could be a positive outcome of the donald trump raid well look i mean the fact of the matter is is that with the trump raid um you wonder why the attorney general has not come out and made a statement yet um that he's just leaving it there um for the world to assume did you see the president of el salvador condemned it no. The president of El Salvador came out and said, said, listen, what would the United States say if I had arrested my political opponent, if I had raided the house of my political opponent, right? He said, I would be condemned. That's in true. The, of course it is. He goes, we would be condemned, he said. But um, it's happening now in America. So, um, you, know who, you, know who condemned, uh, you know who condemned the Trump FBI search? And again, we don't know. We still don't know why it happened. So there could be a perfectly good reason. We just don't know about it yet. So the only narrative we can follow are the ones that we make up, right? Well, well his lawyer today, the, the female lawyer. Or the, yeah, right. She said that, that they were looking for, on the warrant, it said, they were looking for, for documents that they knew were there. Um, for the archives mm -hmm. that they believe should be in the archives and also possibly classified information. So that's one little development that we got, but we haven't seen the warrant yeah. yet. I just feel like, again, it, it can't be a violation of archival or even record law. It has to be something substantial, I think. Like those documents have to have something that's really going to make us say, wow. You would think. I would hope. Well, <laughs> because otherwise... Oh, but 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 you know who spoke out against this that I thought was interesting? Uh, Rod Blagojevich. 
Oh, the, yeah. the governor of Illinois. Who Trump pardoned. Who Trump pardoned, exactly. He was... He got a raw deal. He got a very raw deal. Uh, and Rod, Rod Bogoyevich was the governor of Illinois at the time Obama got elected. That Senate seat became vacant. He had the power to appoint it. And he was looking for certain considerations for it. And there was a recording of him saying, I've got this thing and it's effing golden, right? Did you think anything he did was illegal? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think that, and I I also think that even if it was, it wasn't like 15 years or 12 to 15 years in prison illegal. But Obama wanted to name his successor. Yeah. And Govoyevich wouldn't go along with him. And so they used the Justice Department against him. Lori Lightfoot, I think, was one of the U.S. attorneys on that. Lori Lightfoot, who is now the mayor of Chicago, is one of the U.S. attorneys on that. So Blagojevich got pardoned. He spent still seven, eight years in prison. Right. And uh, I've heard I heard him in an interview talk about like you know it was like they took seven or eight years of my life away. Not only that, he was the governor of Illinois. He had a you know a pretty. bright future we'll yes, say but absolutely. he he condemned the raid because he said i haven't been this shocked by an fbi raid since they showed up at my house at right. six in the morning <laughs> right he said this is political prosecution it's a bad day for all americans i um i have to tell you that i know you're a fan of president obama but he had a very aggressive justice department against his political opponents mm. when you look at what he did to jesse jackson jr Oh, right. yeah. They prosecuted Jesse Jackson Jr. Whatever you think of Jesse Jackson and his family, whatever, I don't care. I'm not a fan, but but what they did to that man, they prosecuted him for campaign finance violations. Yeah. He Look, <laughs> everybody knows that's a vulnerability for most political people, right? Because it's cash. Yeah. And um, they didn't like that, so they, they charged him. Didn't Dinesh D'Souza go to jail for that, too? He did. Yeah. He did. Now, what Dinesh D'Souza did was different than Jesse Jackson Jr. What De- Dinesh D'Souza did... Dinesh D'Souza is a conservative filmmaker. Right, who Obama put in jail as well. Yeah, he made uh, he made the, the film Obama 2016, or 2016 Obama's America. Right. Yeah. He went to jail, and uh, he was a Dartmouth graduate, went to Dartmouth College, and um, wrote for the National Review. He gave a friend of his from college $10,000 when she ran for office. Yeah. Um, and um, for that, he went to federal prison. Yeah. And not only that, you don't merely just go to federal prison. Because I was, I was thinking about He went about for like 10 days. Right. right. But you have to fight the, right? You, you, you have to put on a defense, mm-hmm. which bankrupts you, bankrupt yeah. you, right? Unless you're a very wealthy guy like Donald Trump. But again, I can't even imagine what Donald Trump's legal bills are. Can you? Yeah. I mean, now, his legal bills. I mean, I don't, like, I'm not like sad about it. You know, it's, it's he can handle it. Well. You know, you say that, but but the average person cannot fund their own defense. No, the average person can't. But Donald Trump is not the average guy, but he got yeah. into politics as a, as a wealthy man. But if, if you're a regular person like many today, do. if you're a regular person, you would have to think very long and hard about whether you would want to get involved in politics today with the fact that we are now prosecuting people who get involved in politics. Yeah. Again, he could have done something that warranted it. Like, yes, maybe like... Like, for example, if Jimmy, let's say Richard Nixon were to resign, he never got pardoned, and Jimmy Carter decided to prosecute him, Mm -hmm. no one would bat an eye at that, right? Because he authorized a burglary uh, as president of the United States with some pretty unsavory people. They would have. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I think. I mean, there were people under his, there there were people under him that went to jail. The reason, yeah, there were reason, the reason he didn't get prosecuted um, is because the public knew better yeah mitchell his, his his attorney general went to jail yeah um and got, attorney general john mitchell attorney general john <laughs> mitchell the um 
I, I asked uh, Mayor Mitchell if he was going to run for AG one, uh, one, one show, and he said, uh, you know, he said, well, I wouldn't want to be confused with Attorney General John Mitchell right, from right. Nixon. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, it's, it's, it's a very um, interesting situation. But again, I think, I think that's the reason Nixon didn't fight Kennedy on the election was because there were just certain things that well, weren't they were done. Well, they were cheating because they were both cheating, but Kennedy just cheated better. I, I, think, that, I right. think that's one of the reasons, but also the I election mean, was over. I mean, Sam Giancana was out there like marking gravestones, like right. that's a vote, that's a vote, right. that's a vote. But I think there was uh, other things going on, in, specifically in Cook County, that the Republicans were doing. It was Lower County, the Lower, lower, lower Illinois. Lower Illinois. Not they, necessarily. That, Cook County is where Chicago is, right, by the way. Right, right. All right, we're going to take this break. We'll be right back. Download the. De- hey, welcome back. Welcome back, Marcus. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you get on the. We were air. talking about the Kennedy Nixon election. I think we were. We were talking. Well, we were talking about how would Nixon have been prosecuted by Carter? Um, yeah, I think that um, Carter would not have done that. The um, and he didn't do it, right? So, so we know well, he, he couldn't have, right? He couldn't have. He was- because he was pardoned. Because Nixon was pardoned by Gerald right. Ford, who was his vice president. Right. Gerald Ford, by the way, the only guy in American history to be president without ever having a vote cast on his name. Pretty funny, right? Yeah. Pretty funny. The um, Also on the Warren Commission. He was on the Warren Commission. Yep. That's true. And a male model, too. Oh. Yeah. The um, I actually think the Ford presidency is very interesting. Um, because he was... He, was like, inv- he came in after yeah, Nixon. Happened, happened for like six months. And he had like such a... Um, well, but there's a lot in that presidency. Yeah, no, it was like a year and a half. Yeah, and, I mean, he, he was he, he was ending Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was ending Vietnam, and and uh, he had to deal with the fallout. Uh, it, but he had to deal with the opening of China. Yes, right. So there's there's a lot there, and then and then Reagan ran against him. Right. And um, in '76, yeah, and and was competitive, right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It was yep. it was it was a very competitive election. So. Um, it's, it probably is a reason that Ford lost ultimately. Ford also, uh, Ford's presidency also sort of helped along the ascendancy of Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld. Correct. Right? They, were they were both in his administration. Well, and then they both got promoted in his administration significantly. I believe right. Dick Cheney was chief of staff. He was. And yeah. Rumsfeld was either a cabinet level secretary or. He was off some management and budget. He was okay. He was OCMB, yep. and then he—he, he, you know, there's a good scene in that movie Vice where he gets um he gets he he gets a, an assignment to the UN where he says it's a it's a J off assignment, but right. you know Donald Rumsfeld's like fleas, you can't get rid of him. You know, I'll be back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so his presidency also led to the ascendancy of two of the most important political figures of of our time as well. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a very um, it's it's a. There's a lot of times in history that we forget about, you mm-hmm. know, that we just we just blow past them because they're they're eclipsed by the bigger political figures around them. And you, and you know who you know who had a really good time during that presidency was Betty Ford. She did. She had a great then time. She, then she then then it ended. <laughs> then it ended. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back. Fourteen twenty WB. And we're back. Welcome to South Coast tonight. So, closing out, uh, final few minutes of the show. Tomorrow we get Shannon Liss Rorden, uh, candidate for attorney general. She's coming in at 9 o'clock. Uh, she'll, she's running a lot of ads. She's spending a lot of money. She's spending a ton. It's her own money. Yeah. Uh, like $2.5 million. Um, I was actually talking to... Um, She'll be okay with me saying this over here. Air. I was talking to Lisa Lemieux at the Feast, and right. she's supporting Shannon Liss and she says, you know, she spent her entire life... Um, you know, working for uh, unions, so she's got a lot of labor union endorsements. She's I noticed that entire life 
she's a, a, a very uh, well accomplished labor attorney. She said she's spent her entire life um, helping working people. And so, you know, that's why she thought she was the best candidate uh, in the race. So I noticed Campbell got the uh, Team Sis 25 out of Boston. Did she? And that also, the head of Team Sis 25 is Sean O'Brien. He's also the national president now. Oh, okay. They just endorsed Campbell. Yeah, and she, Campbell I saw briefly. Um, she came down to the feast after campaigning with Maura Healy. Maura Healy, by the way, has endorsed uh, Campbell. Yeah. So they're campaigning together now, which I thought was interesting. I think it's very interesting. So uh, they'll, and they'll all be in, actually. So Shannon Lissroyd will come in. Quentin Palfrey will come in. And I'm... Andrea Campbell, I believe, is scheduled as well. So they'll be in throughout the month, and we'll get to talk to them about their campaign. But Shannon Liz Rodin's on tomorrow, so. Beautiful. Yeah. The, um, and she is spending, look, I, I, I always give a lot of credit to people to spend their own money in a race. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, she's spending her own money, and you can do a lot of things with that money. Not for nothing. She's a significant underdog, right? And right. she's still spending the money. Right. So. Right. And then maybe she's not because she's spending the money now, right? Maybe she's not. Look, she's on, she's the only one on TV. Right. And, um. I, I, I bounce around, but and she's running a South Coast co- election. She's running a lot of Providence television now. She is, and I always appreciate it when candidates spend money down Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Sure. So, um, all right, well, that's a wrap for tonight. Uh, tomorrow, again, we'll be in with Shannon Liss Royden. And uh, Friday's Chris Hendricks. He'll come in from 8 to 9 to talk about the dangerous spill. And we'll also have some fun, some some good laughs on a, on a Friday night, too. And every night here on South Coast tonight. Um, all right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, yeah, manana.